0: Are you, Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 391.
1: And it's Tuesday, January 11th, 2022.
0: Welcome to today's episode Glad you're joining us. Right now, it's just Leighton and me.
1: It's the dynamic duo.
0: Back to the original. Yep. They always say the original is always the best.
1: Yeah. I mean, typically. Typically.
0: So we're, we're back. We're going to be original for a little bit. Jeff is joining us probably, I'd guess, in the next five minutes he'll be joining us. Uh, and Theodore is not joining us today. Actually, even less than that, more like five seconds, Jeff just walked right in. Jeff, we wow. just, just opened up the line if talking about how much we miss you. Oh, man.
1: If we would have started the podcast earlier, it probably would have caused Jeff to come earlier.
0: It's always interesting how that works.
1: We should have started sooner.
0: Uh, <sighs> I was working, and all of a sudden I looked so at the So in-depth. And was I was like...
1: Steeped into work.
0: I am 15 minutes late for leaving. That's a great state to be in. That's called deep work. And I love being in that state unless... Is causing me to be late for the podcast. Mm. Yeah. Um, As as we were doing the intro, I just thought uh, my my wife Carmen. She said that she first fell in love with me because of my voice, and I was thinking about it as I was I was projecting very loudly, talking into the microphone. Oh, trying to sound great, crystal clear. But then, so that's what my wife fell in love with first. But now she often complains that I talk too loudly. Really? Mm. Just in normal conversation.
2: I She's don't... gone from love uh, to hate.
0: Yeah. It's, the thing...
1: No, that makes total sense. I can't
0: quite grasp exactly what the problem is. That
1: makes total sense.
0: Ruben, are you deaf? I understand. I am hard of hearing.
1: How, why is that? I don't know. It's just... Compar- are, you, are your ears wearing out?
0: I don't believe so. But oh. Comparatively, I have less sensitive hearing than...
1: Are you sure it's not just selective hearing? No. Oh, okay.
0: Have
2: you had your, your hearing checked by a professional? I mean, when I was a child, yes. No, recently? No, not recently. Because I thought that I was hard of hearing as well, at least to some extent. And I went in for a, a, an ear exam um, unrelated to actual hearing loss, like, I don't know, maybe two months ago. And my hearing is normal like it's very normal. Mm. It's not even it's not even like I can't hear stuff that normal people would hear. My hearing is very normal. Mm. Why did so, you think that maybe your hearing was going bad? Well, I have constant ringing in my ears to some extent and that's been caused by being exposed to loud sounds. So maybe I do have a little bit of hearing loss, but I have way less than I thought I did. And my my hearing still
0: falls into the Quote, unquote, normal range. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly sure. Here's the thing. I think because of the podcast, I have started. I talk more loudly when I'm on the phone, when I'm doing a virtual meeting on the computer. Mm. I do talk pretty loud, Mm -hmm. and it's just because I want to be heard, and clearly, I want to be clear. People,
2: it's not that I'm yelling. There's people that talk loud on the phone, and then there's people that
0: really talk loud on the phone yeah. which one are you uh i probably talk really loud on the phone
1: there are some people that talk so loud on the phone that you don't even have to turn them on to speakerphone in order to hear them hear them yeah like you just got, and you hold it away from your ear a little bit because it's so loud right. coming to the earpiece
2: and honestly phones nowadays are so good that you can talk in a normal tone of voice, or maybe even a quieter tone of voice, and the person on the other end can still hear you. Yeah, but that's I don't wanna, still, that's I don't still a little weird
1: to to be whispering into the phone. No, like,
2: not whispering, but you can talk like, "Hey, I'm calling
0: you about a quote that we just sent out."
2: No, but you can like you can be in a you room get my email of people and and talk in a tone of voice that's about like this, and not really be bothering other people while you're on the phone, and the other person can hear you. It's fine. That's true. It's weird, but our culture has told us that it's not possible.
0: Do you think it's because of the marketing ads of like, can you hear me now? And so everyone just assumes that you Can hear- you
1: hear me now? Good.
2: I think it's because people are
1: used <laughs> That's to It's because I hear you shouting,
2: not having high-quality phone calls. I and think you're right. It's become a I, cultural I, thing.
0: I, I do think you're right, Jeff, but I still I still like a punchy voice like what i'm doing right now is Write more, that is, down, more is more punchy ruben punches people with more punchy than than more relaxed and more soft i don't mm. know um i guess maybe it's just personal preference maybe that, that's what your
2: wife doesn't like maybe she likes the soothing the soothing ruben maybe over
0: time i became more punchy in my talking mm. i was gonna say punchy in real life would be a problem and We'd so what discuss what later <laughs> And so what she actually fell in love with wasn't my punchy voice. Mm. It was my more settled, soothing, smooth voice. I don't know. Mm. I guess I could go ask her. Um, that's not really what we were going to discuss on today's episode, though. Well, here we are. Um, I know Layton's got something he's excited to talk about. Jeff, and I actually don't know what it is, but mm. Jeff, did you have a topic that you wanted to cover? Um, No. Okay, and we don't have any feedback either. I went and looked at looked at the messages. I'm sure
1: I'll come up with a rabbit trailer too, but oh, you definitely will. You're known for your rabbits.
0: Yeah. All right, so Leighton, I guess take it away.
1: Okay. Well, there. I'm trying to think where to start.
0: Is this the kind of thing you can't start at the beginning?
1: I'll start at the beginning. There's a YouTuber that I watch. His name is Tom Scott. He is a very interesting man. And every once in a while, he will go visit a place and record and like say something as to why he's visiting that place. And he's usually visiting that place because there's something interesting about that place. He visited a business in the United Kingdom uh in L- lincolnshire i think it's a town in the united kingdom i think the town is called lincolnshire and this business makes a it has a business of recycling mannequins
0: oh boy mm.
1: now if you'll think back we had the Mannequin Man on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Who isn't an actual mannequin, but he... Is
1: a man. Is a man who likes mannequins. Who collects mannequins. Do you,
0: do you think he is, like, um, shocked? Like, and think this is a grotesque practice to recycle mannequins? Oh, no, I melting think... Melting them down?
1: No, 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 no. You know what? When I say recycle, I mean restore and reuse. Oh, okay. They don't, like, oh, okay. shred mannequins. So what he does. Exactly. This... They are doing his dream wow they are fulfilling it cuz that is
2: that is what he wants to do
1: oh yes they're doing it on a slightly bigger scale than what he is he has roughly 25 mannequins yeah, something around there they ha- he these people have roughly a thousand times that. Oh, they, wow! I'm not stretching it when I say they have twenty five thousand mannequins.
0: Oh, and these are all old broken mannequins that need to be
1: res- not all re- of them restored. Not all of them are broken. Sometimes they are, but they'll like buy mannequins. They said that the way they got into this business was because lots of times. Companies will buy mannequins and use it for a one-off event. Mm -hmm. And once they're done with them, Mm -hmm. then they are going to throw them away, but they can make a little bit of money by selling them to this place instead. Mm -hmm. And they have, I think they have like once a year, they have the uh, mannequin body part heist, a drive-through body part heist, where you pay like X amount of money, like maybe 50 bucks, And you get to drive through, and whatever mannequins you can fit in your vehicle, you can have. Wow. Oh, wow. And then also, uh, for Halloween, once a year, they'll they'll open up during the night Mm. and allow people to walk through and just be surrounded by thousands of mannequins.
2: That is pretty creepy.
1: Oh, yeah. It would be real creep. Um... Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a mannequin graveyard. So
2: Jody, mannequin man, yes. is pretty particular about the type of mannequins that he has. Specifically, he wants the ones that have actual faces.
1: Oh, yeah. Are these this, this, people that particular? No. Okay. They'll take just any faceless type. or faced. Face, no face. Face it. They'll take whatever you want. Whatever you got. All righty. Yeah. And it's just amazing. If you look up mannequin Lincolnshire, it'll come up. And if you look at the images, the first image in Google is just a wall, a pile of mannequins. Oh, my goodness.
0: Wow. It looks like
1: uh, it is something to behold.
0: They're just like stacked.
1: They're Just piled up, piled, yeah, like on a heap. They are—it's a, a heap of mannequins. Hmm. If I was a heap of well, that's a
2: lot of work. But man, it sounds like—I think it'd be cool to have a giant warehouse, and you would space them all evenly apart,
1: and look like an army.
2: Yeah, an army of mannequins. Yeah. Like, all of the robot movies where the robots have an army. Oh, yeah, totally. Literally
1: every one of those movies has that scene in it. Mm Mm-hmm. What I I think would be really fun is to – if you were, like, playing paintball and all of the mannequins were dressed in paintball gear. Mm-hmm. And then you could like be stopped and they'd all be evenly spaced. Actually, they wouldn't have to be evenly spaced. No. There could be aisles and things. Some of them could be grouped together. It could be randomized. But you're you're like all playing and it's just a level field.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mannequins scattered throughout. Mm-hmm. And you're you could totally blend in and stand yep. still for a while and wait for someone to come by and then you move and shoot them. Of course, when you do that, then somebody uh, else will. There's see probably it. other people that see you yeah. moving,
0: kind of like the scene from uh, one of the Batman movies, where mm. they. Uh, do you know what what, what I'm talking? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. It's at the place where Batman is up on the mountain and getting trained by, I don't know, in some kung fu arts.
1: Kung fu arts. And they
0: have this scene where yeah, there's like a dozen. It's just like it's it's way fewer than a thousand, but it's maybe like twenty people all in a row, mm-hmm. and then two people the uh batman and his trainer are training they're but they're like
1: the trainer who trains yeah
0: they're fighting each other Yeah, kind of, and they're blending in with these row of people
2: that would be great it's been a very long time since i've seen that movie oh
0: never gets old
1: no it's it's old
0: uh, it is old it is it's, <laughs> old. <laughs>
1: it's, it's it's old
0: and some things get better with age Lord of the Rings (laughs) is one of those things, and so are the Batman movies. By but the Batman movies by uh, Christopher Nolan and the original Matrix, not the sequels. I'm not sure about that. I I don't know either. Um, That's really interesting. Find Layton. Yeah. Was there more that you wanted to discuss?
1: Not really. I just I just found that really fascinating. That there's
0: that is very interesting. Yeah. I wonder if the person that started that company did they also have a fascination with mannequins or was it more just an opportunity they saw an opportunity and pounced
1: there was one time when they got a call like hey we got these 100 mannequins that we're trying to get rid of do you want them and it was this lady and she just started a business out of it like wow. just because it's not it's not that she was seeking mannequins mm. but someone just offered them Impressive. to her i think
2: I feel like if you wanted to do the army of mannequins thing, you could go to this thing during when they have the event where you can just drive through and pick up mannequins, Mm -hmm. and you would just get a big army truck, like the kind that you always Mm. see the soldiers riding around in the back, and you just pile that thing full. And you'd probably have enough for a decent array. What? You You would... you would just take that, as many mannequins as can fit in that army truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And you would have enough mannequins to do, like, your whole paintball thing. Oh, for sure. And you probably wouldn't want more anyways because the gear would become so expensive.
1: I think Dress, that you're renting...
2: dressing them up. Yeah, dressing them up and stuff.
1: I think that renting an army, an army truck would be more expensive than even the cost of paying to be able to enter the oh, yeah, mannequin sure. business. Oh, for
0: sure. Well, you're not saying the mannequin business. You just mean that one day when you can pay $50 yeah. and, and get all the mannequins you can fit in your vehicle. Right, right.
1: but what I'm saying, yeah, it's like that, that one time, 50 bucks is going to be way less than you just, the rental you just of the Army some, truck.
2: You just find some guy that has one in you. An Army truck. I've got and a and dump ask truck him. you can use. Do you?
0: Well, it's my dad's, but yeah. Actually, a dump oh, truck. Oh, yeah, would, the old
1: one. A dump truck would work there's just fine. Okay. There's a couple. Really, there's a really old well, one. Well, then we should all go. Now, the trick is to get it across the Atlantic over to the UK. Well, army yeah. trucks can go anywhere?
0: Actually, <laughs> 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 I, small side note. Yeah, I wonder. I'm not even sure if it's worth it. No, go ahead. Well, uh, my, my family used to go up to Canada for fishing. Yeah. Oh,
1: that was the place that you burnt down, right? <laughs> Thank you, yeah, yeah,
0: anyway, another year, not that year, Oh, a previous year, they had an amphibious vehicle, and it was kind of like an army truck, but it could go on water. It was it had you know at yeah. least four, maybe it had six wheels, but they, there was enough air in them that it could actually mm-hmm. go on the water as those well those are cool. And so we went cruising around on top mm-hmm. of the lake, uh, and we were in the, the dump part of the truck, mm-hmm. but anyway, that was a memorable. So it was a dump truck. I don't, know if it actually, I don't know if it actually dumped, but there was a, a place where you could store something. Yeah. I'm not even sure what they used it for.
1: Hmm.
0: Besides hauling people around.
1: Man- yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's for hauling mannequins. It actually...
0: The, the, yeah, it'd be good mannequin The payload hauling. wasn't as big as you'd think for a truck that large. Mm. So it wouldn't be a great mannequin hauling truck where we want more volume than weight capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we could get it across the Atlantic Ocean. Because mannequins are pretty lightweight, I doubt it. Uh, I think
1: you Th- could this make truck it doesn't a, sound that big. You could make oh, it. No, at, it's huge. You could make it. Oh, at really? Yeah. It's like, like a steamboat. Yes. Oh,
0: wow. And not not a steamboat size, but it's larger than a like, semi. It's,
1: it's like a bus.
0: It's like a huge uh, uh, those tractors that that pivot in the middle. Oh yeah, it's that size.
2: Uh, wow. I think you could probably make it. So it's way like
0: up
1: off the ground, a hundred miles oh, yes. out. Hold it
0: and then run out of gas. Yeah, fuel might be a problem.
1: What if we filled the payload with just fuel? You
2: could yeah, probably make it, it across, would... and then you couldn't make it back because then the payload was full of mannequins.
1: But what if we filled the mannequins with gasoline? Mm, yeah. And then as we run out of gas, we poke little holes. You poke holes in all the mannequins. In, in order, <laughs> and then they let out the gas.
0: Uh, <laughs> I did have one clarification for last week. I talked about the new the father that fished his child out of the... Um, out of the tub after it was born.
1: Oh pretend, yeah, pretended to anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: So w- we were debating. Like we, we had thought, surely this isn't a first-time father, because it would seem like a first-time father would be too excited about the, yeah. the birth of a child to like to do this.
1: To think prop, of that to use
0: it as a prop. Yeah. But it actually was a first-time father. Mm.
1: No. Yeah. Actually, I would say the fact that he did that. Proves that he is a first-time follower. That's not what we said last week. I know, but I'm recanting.
2: Um, now that we know the truth,
1: right? I agree with Layton. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, well,
0: wow. Uh, we don't have any
1: coffee this week. No, we don't.
0: Well, we I don't have coffee.
1: We don't have content. Even more
2: late, and stopped in and got some. Um, but I didn't.
1: No, it's okay,
0: Joe. No, don't do that. I
2: will bring some next week from
0: Main Street. What's uh? We don't often do this, but is there anything? What's going on this summer? Big plans, little plans.
1: <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna take a family vacation down to Mexico. Oh wow,
0: that sounds fun. Is that just you and Carrie and the children, or is it an extended?
1: It's the my my Yoder family.
0: Okay. What kind of uh,
1: area,
2: what area of Mexico?
1: Uh, f- Ziva? Okay,
0: I don't know where that is. Is it in the Gulf?
1: I don't know. Maybe. I just know it's not Cancun.
2: Okay, not Ca- not Cancun, Mexico. That actually does narrow it down. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because everybody goes to Cancun.
0: And is this trip going to involve some, some uh, touring of places? No, it's not
1: Ziva. I think it's Los Cabos. Mm.
0: Is this a resort or is it? It's a
1: resort. Ziva is the resort.
2: Is there any kind of, um, besides just going to resort, are you planning on any kind of cultural sightseeing?
1: Yeah, I want to, yeah. We we definitely want to, like, get away from the touristy part mm-hmm. and get, like, legit street tacos. Mm. Oh, boy. Find a taco truck. Diarrhea, here we come. woo
0: do you think uh, – <clears throat> is it possible to actually have a good steak in a taco?
1: This just hasn't uh, been done. This is
0: something that my, my wife brought up. I love Mexican food, and so we eat, we eat it a lot. And she complained to me that earlier this week or last week that she likes Mexican food, but and she likes steak better than the chicken because the chicken is often shredded, mm-hmm. which is just it, – it's just a, a sad thing to do to a chicken. You'd
1: mm-hmm. rather have chunks so, of chicken than yeah, shredded chicken. Yes,
0: definitely. But anyway, so so she always picks steak, and I do too. But she's right; the steak is often too chewy, too chewy, it's and not dry, steak. and not great quality. It's not steak. steak. Well, it's,
2: it's, it's not real. It's asada. It's just like, it's just like a really thin strip of beef. That's it's, not. It's, cut this,
1: it's probably the same grade of beef that you would use for ground beef. Probably, hmm. like it's not a steak cut of beef. So,
0: well, we we uh, today I had a steak cut steak taco but it oh, was wow. it was homemade. Mm. So well, it, how good had, was it? Was it like It was really good. Yeah. And then I told my I told Carmen we need to start a taco place that actually mm. uses steak for the tacos.
2: Like Hacienda but better.
0: Way better. I don't know. What do you think? Why why don't why don't Mexican places use good quality steak in their tacos?
2: I think it's because Mexican culture is too cheap.
1: Well, but yeah, but also like I don't think people associate really high quality meat with tacos yeah. in general. Well, is it's Your it's,
0: mind would be blown once you have a steak taco with good steak. No, I believe I believe you. I believe you.
1: But usually I if think, the steak is really good, they they think, "Oh, I don't want to just waste this on a taco. I want right. to savor it and like have a, a, a steak sauce with it." I I I just want the steak. If the steak is high quality, just yeah. give me the steak.
2: <clears throat> I think you're probably right in that, and and I say like, in my experience, Central American food is just uh, made cheaply because rice and beans, beans and rice. Like, there's just there's a lot of people in Central America that don't actually have that much money. Now there are rich people there too, and, but but
0: but I'm not eating their tacos, Jeff. I'm eating but, the tacos from Ricky's.
2: They are eating their tacos. See the the people from Mexico are marketing the tacos to the other Mexicans, yeah, primarily, and the other Mexicans are in general either not super rich or don't want to spend a lot of money on food, yeah, and so they get the cheaper meat. And it's I think it's just how the culture is.
1: So so what you're, what you're saying, Jeff? Also, is
2: don't go to Ricky's.
1: You don't. Why not?
2: I my wife gets serious gastro issues whenever she goes there also the, <laughs> the the tacos at uh at jalisco are way better
0: um so Anyways, what, what you're saying jeff okay it,
1: there's not you don't think that there's a market for high-end tacos not not in your there's a market for authentic tacos yes but not high end tacos. In Mexico, and
2: a lot of the places that you're going around here that sell tacos are trying to be authentic. Yeah. And, and an authentic Mexican wouldn't put good steak in a taco for yeah. maybe a myriad of reasons.
1: So, Ruben, are you going for authentic or are you going for high end?
0: I'm going for I'm going for tasty. I just want good Tasty tacos. That sounds like high-end. Whether that's that's authentic (laughs) or high-end.
2: I think that Americans have an excellent ability not to necessarily – like we do have our own cultural foods, especially southern America. Mm -hmm. The southern U.S. has cultural foods that are very unique to America. But we have the excellent ability to take any country's food and make it taste better.
0: Is that just that our opinion? That sounds biased, yeah. Is that just our opinion, <laughs> do you think, or is it uh, – would would people – would natives of whatever country also say, yeah, it is better? I think that – I don't so think so. If you
2: go to Italy and you get their pizza, their pizza is delicious, but it is not as flavorful mm-hmm. necessarily as American pizza. Yeah. And I think that Italians would admit that, although they would be – they would just be offended at how we have mangled their cultural dishes. Oh, for sure, they well, care more about they care more about the cultural value, the authenticity,
1: and the authenticity than they do about the flavor. Yeah, but but I think Reuben does have a point here. It's more flavorful. There, yes, there might be more flavors, mm. but is that because our taste buds are just so worn out because we just abuse them? Mm. Like we overload them, we overstimulate the, our taste buds with so many flavors that maybe Ruben's right. The 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 people that originally came up with that food wouldn't even like it because it's like it's just gone off the deep end. Mm. There's way like there's, too much salt. There's in this too thing. much going on. There's way too much. It's 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 a phony food. Mm. It's not even akin to the original food that we came up with because it's so overly yeah. seasoned.
2: Maybe. There's too much
0: grease. Okay, well, uh, I,
2: I, I always a,
1: fry. The
2: best eggs are fried in bacon grease to give them more bacony flavor, yeah. and you add
1: basil to them, which can makes we, them can, more flavorful. Can we just be honest? I know that everyone says that America hasn't really come up with its own food, except for the South, which is, what, fried chicken? Uh, no, ca- I
0: would have said Cajun. Cajun, cajun
1: jambalaya, like all oh, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh. <laughs> now I'm hungry for jambalaya. <laughs>
0: Oh, but I got a couple of thoughts, so okay, ra- wrap okay, it up. I'll
1: try. Uh, but can we just admit that America, they might not have been the first ones, but America made bacon big. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right, yeah. I've never heard of a European country like, oh, yes, I mean, they probably, yeah, I'm sure that they had bacon, but I think, like, America... Gave bacon the love that it deserves. And then. And
0: and bacon is one of the two things that will make everything, anything, better. And And then. Who came up with
1: ranch? uh, Who came up with ranch? I don't know. Saint.
2: (laughs) 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 But, Layton, not only did America come up with bacon, which is amazing, Mm. but they came up with an even better version of bacon called pork belly. Mm. I don't even know. It. I love pork belly. It's it's like it's like thick. <laughs> I love pork juicy belly, but it, it
0: it's sometimes too much. Yes.
1: What do you mean too much? I, I think, think that's why it's greasy, not as popular. It makes
0: me nauseous. It can be too rich. It's pretty wow. fatty. It's very fatty. Anyway, so a couple of my thoughts were <laughs> about other countries. Even the UK is, or, or England, from what I remember, is being like they know they don't really have great food. When when we were mm. over there. Just for a little bit, I remember that, that comment that like yeah, they food is not their thing. Yeah, it's not flavorful. It's not that great. Except
2: They're for not fish foodies. and chips. Yeah, huh? Fish and chips is their thing. Okay, but that's about it.
1: Well, but I would say that like I it's pretty. Basic. I'd be more appetized to to eat fish and chips from a New England state more than oh, I could have fish and chips from London. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I like, like New right. England clam chowder, mm. not d- d- Ireland clam chowder. Chowder. Uh, and then <laughs> – chow The chowder.
0: Maybe the number one evidence that the United States has better food than other countries is that Gordon Ramsay <laughs> is from England, mm. and yet they kicked him out, they- and he had to come <laughs> to America. <laughs> Which, I'm not sure why – no, but, I, but he makes great food, and he, actually, and he is, right,
2: like there are a lot of very famous chefs that have practiced or are practicing in in the U.S. It's yeah,
1: Jeff, you're 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 a pretty huge food, foodie. I mean, How many? Which country has the most Michelin star restaurants? I don't know. I'd like to see that. Probably you'd say Europe. You'd say I would say probably oh, a continent, not a country. Wow.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, not Japan. Japan's too small.
1: France? You think France is? I don't know the most concentration. French, of...
2: French people have absolutely astoundingly amazing pastries and desserts. Yeah, and that's about it. Like their, their other <laughs> foods are really good, but it's like
1: they're known for the macaroons. Pastries. Yeah,
2: no, they don't make macaroons.
1: They don't they make macarons. Uh, actually I think there is a difference. There I think there's two di- Yeah. Macaroons are made are little coconut things. But they're probably I'm saying they probably do both well. Yeah, they
0: probably do. Let's look this up. Anyways. Right. Uh while you're looking that up, it is time to it's time to start wrapping it up. Um are there any
1: Oh, oh, by the way, this is a really really random side note, but since we're talking about food for for one week and I think this might be the last day, Tomorrow might be the last day. I'm not sure. Taco Bell is selling crispy wings. <sighs> not crispy wings. I think they're like deep fried wings. It makes for me, one week only. It makes me sad, and only selling it after two p.m.
0: I don't get it. I'm, I'm so lost.
1: I'm I mean, interested. I haven't, eaten,
0: I haven't eaten at Taco Bell for several years, so I don't know what their game is anymore.
1: I know. I, tr- I this last Saturday. This past Saturday. I decided, hey, you know what? I want to experience this. They're only doing it for one week only. I want to be able to say, yeah, I tried it. And I knew how it was. How was it? So I go mm-hmm. to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I had to make – I was running a Nappity anyway. I was running some errands. I had to pick up some stuff to, to fix a leak in my roof at home. There's a story. And, uh, and once I got all my supplies, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to head over to Taco Bell. And I'm gonna I'm gonna experience this. So I get a Taco Bell, and of course, there's a long line and it because takes a while. The, because of the 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 deal. I was like, oh people are people are getting the deal that this is wow, I'm not I must not be the only one. Yeah. Finally, after about twenty, thirty minutes, I finally oh. aw, it was bad, I know. I finally get up there and I see oh they got, they have it because it does. It does say like only at participating, you know, Taco Bell's. And I didn't know if the one in the Napanee would be participating. Get up to the menu, and sure enough, they are participating. <clears throat> I'm about to order it, and then I see, only serves after two p.m. Mm. It's one o'clock, <sighs> and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to wait another hour to get these wings. But also, I'm not going to leave here empty-handed after sitting here for 20, 20 plus minutes. Mm-hmm. So I just got a whole bunch of taco supreme's. <sighs> oh, I would have asked him to make it. No, I mean I did ask. Like, hey, are you guys serving? And they were like, no, 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 no it's two p.m. What's with the
0: two p.m. thing? Is that their slump, and they're just trying to fill up their slump window? I don't know,
1: but they filled up my slump.
0: So, are you planning? <laughs> are you going to go back? I probably not. And how did you even hear about this?
1: I happened the Google the uh, sorry the Chrome app. Sometimes pushes notifications of like news articles and things, yeah. and for some reason their news algorithm thought you know what Leighton would read this article up about- right. and they were, and right. They were right. <laughs> right. I was like, huh, that Taco Bell's now selling wings for one week only.
0: At what point? Hmm. At what point is Google just training you on how to think and what to think? Ooh, because
1: because they takes s- their oh, no, no no no, they've already they started. They've it. already started it. They've already started trying to train me how to think. What's really funny is like to to play with them, to read articles that you're not actually interested in, <laughs> and then they like suggest the stupidest things and like now look now, now look, look who's like stupid. now look who's, who's gaming <laughs> who? Who's figuring out who? Here.
2: But so so they're let's let's say your your interests right now are at zero percent. And way out in left field interests are a hundred percent. Uh-huh. So they show you an article that's like 30, okay? Okay. You're mildly interested. Uh-huh. You click on it. And then you see another article that's less interesting at a 60, and you click on it. And then an 80, and you click on it. And then they're showing you 90s articles, which are way out in left field, and you're just like, ha, who served room? But in the meantime- I've actually gotten kind of interested. You've went from zero to 12 in your personal interests. Maybe, mm. Yeah.
0: I feel like you need to draw this out to make sure we're all following along, but I think I get what you're saying overall. Like they
2: they they're shaping your interests, but More only than, just a teeny bit at a time.
1: Much less making you
2: think that you're fooling them, but in the real, in reality, they're fooling you. So it's a.
1: They've turned the tables. They've turned the tables.
0: How many times do you guys watch the? <clears throat> the follow-up video, either on uh, Facebook. F- Facebook, I think, does it maybe the most. Like, where you, you click on a video to watch, and then a, a follow-up video pops up.
1: I don't really. Uh,
2: just, I, like, like, I, re- like shorts or reels? I don't think so. I, I or, just, or
1: actually, like, a video, and then the next. I, I never know. go onto Facebook. I don't know. I, I, I just, I really don't.
2: I can barely. It depends on what context Okay. the video is displayed.
0: Well, when someone shares a link that goes to a video... Oh, then, then I barely ever watch the no. second one. Okay, I, I don't either, but I heard some people can't stop, but they, they have to watch the next one, and then the next one, and the next one it just keeps going. And I, I, just, I just...
2: Now, if I go onto the Facebook app or onto YouTube and start watching them, like, out of just mild interest, then it's way more likely that I'll continue watching. But anyways, back to my question or back to the question about the the most. Now, we're going by the most uh, number of three Michelin star restaurants.
0: Okay. L- let, us, let us guess here, Jeff. <clears throat> Take a guess. Um, I already have my guesses. A country with the most three or higher rated. There are only three is oh, the top. Three is the top. All right. There's one, two, and three. Um, so you raised said France. So I'm assuming Jeff thinks France is pretty high. I think the United States has to be like at least in the top ten. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably, I would guess probably in the top Yeah, I would agree
2: with you
1: there.
0: Hang
2: on here. Um, Let's see how many Michelin, three Michelin star restaurants there are in the world.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Because I was picturing there might be 50 or 100. Yeah. um, Several
1: thousand. 132. There's 132 three-star Michelin restaurants. Yes. And three stars is the best you can get. Yes. Okay. I would say...
0: I actually don't even know what countries would you think of Leighton, as far as these are like food is important to this country or culture.
1: I don't necessarily think it's a thing of a thing of importance to the culture more than uh, money. So,
0: like Dubai, you think? Dubai oh, is I, I high think up there's there?
1: several three star Michelin restaurants in Dubai.
0: Um. Uh, for some reason, in my mind, I'm thinking there's only seven in the U.S. Okay. I know there's one in... Oh, Jeff, the, the restaurant in Chicago that you've gone to, mm-hmm. is that a three-star? That's a three-star. Okay, so I don't know how many there are in Chicago.
1: I, that's probably the only one. But
0: probably not more than two. Like, there's probably at the max two. Uh,
2: I think there are two or three, yeah. Really? Whoa!
0: Okay, okay, this is opening things up a little more. Okay. Uh, maybe I... I so <laughs>
1: I, I would say probably US, France, and then I'm just going to go on the limb here and say Japan.
0: So you're not even putting Dubai in, the, in your top three?
1: Dubai Is Dubai a country? I think it's just a city. Is Dubai a, a country? Emirates,
0: I think it's a country.
2: There's only one three-star in, in Chicago. Chicago, Okay. but there are five two-stars
0: in Chicago. Interesting.
2: And a whole bunch of one-stars. Wow.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm going to go that... I think the United States probably does have the most. So U.S. And I'm going to go Dubai or United Emirates, uh-huh. whatever that country is. And then I'm, France is my number three. Mm.
2: And, I, and I, said, I said probably not Japan but France. Mm-hmm. And so let's go from the bottom of the list. Okay. There are none in Dubai.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. interesting. Okay. I'm surprised. Yeah, I am
2: too. There are only like 18 countries in the world that have any one or more. Wow, okay. The top country is tied. Oh. So
0: oh.
1: there's
2: two countries that I, have
1: I, the I same thought you were saying type. like there's a country named <laughs> Na- no, Thai. No, I said that bad. And I was like, I thought you were gonna say like Thai. There are, and was, like, Thi- there Thi- are yeah. two
2: countries that have the same number of Michelin stars. Okay, and that's th- that's thirty-three Michelin star restaurants in each of these countries. Wow. And the two countries are France and Japan.
1: What?
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Which is which is amazing. Okay,
1: so it's I guess and then okay then
2: what's number three? What's Now, the third country on the list is the U.S., weighing in at 13 restaurants with three Michelin stars. Okay. So so the other two countries are more than twice of what the number three place is. That is so interesting. And then followed by Italy, which has 11. Italy is tied with Spain, which also has 11. Hmm. Germany has 10. Hong Kong has 10. The U.K. has 7. And then it goes on down from there.
1: That is so interesting. All right. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. I think it's time to wrap
0: up. Today well, yeah, the it episode. is. We got to go. Layton, what's the point?
1: Uh, the point is, Ruben, uh, you punch people with your voice. Point number two, army trucks can go anywhere. Point number three, Dubai has no Michelin star restaurants. At least to the three stars. Did you check the other stars? I didn't check the other ones. Yeah, that's fine. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is Michelin.